It's your favorite podcasters back again. You know we got another one for you. It's your girl, Berg, and I'm here with my co-host. Kia007, Michael Missy's, you already know. Sit back and stay tuned. There's nothing that I love more than movies and music. And if you add them together, you have musical movies, which this episode is all about. Today, we're going to dive in some of my favorite musical movies, some clips from those movies, the casting, upcoming musical, fan comments, and much, much more. So please don't click off too soon. Anybody that knows me knows that I love musicals, and my love for them came way back in the sixth grade when my music teacher, Mr. Rimlinger, yes, my music teacher name was Mr. Rimlinger, and I remember him, and... He introduced us to The King and I. After I watched that, I fell in love with them, and I couldn't stop watching them. Of course, my first musical is The King and I, a 1956 production. And it stars Yul Brenner as King Munka, Deborah Kerr as Anna Leowens, Rita Moreno as Tupton, Terry Saunders as Lady Thing. Now, it's based on the Rodgers and Hammerstein musical. A Welsh widower becomes a governess and tutor to the king's children and wives. Anna and the king, the king of Sion, became close and tries to hide their relationship from everyone, including themselves. But it took a while to get to that point. They at first clashed on everything she tried to teach, including everything about the English language, everything about the customs, and the etiquette. Everyone goes out of their way to change the king's mind and the opinions of others regarding him. Now, like I said, this this musical was the first musical I've ever watched. And I still remember each moment of it from the first time I watched it, sitting there in that classroom, in that music class. Shout out to Lincoln Elementary in Youngstown, because that's where I first begun my love of musicals. And I remember thinking to myself that, hmm, I don't know about this one, but as the movie continued to go on, I immediately went home and begged my parents to let me watch it over and over again. I must have seen this musical at least a thousand times, and that's no lie. For those of you that is like, uh, 1956, I don't know if I really want to watch that, they do have a modern-day version from 1999 called Anna and the King. Now, this stars Chow Yun-Fat, who plays the king, Tim Felton, who plays Louis Leonis, Jodie Foster, who plays Anna, Melissa Campbell, who plays Princess Fei Young. And it's a little bit modern version, like I said. It is the same movie about the same things, but it's a little different. I think the first one is a little bit more romantic for me. And the second one seemed more of a business relationship, more than like a, a love story, how they insinuated in the first one. If I was you, I would watch the first one, but like I said, you can watch either one of them, but this is definitely my number one pick of musicals. Before I get out of here and go to the next one, I have to give you a clip of one of my favorite songs from this musical. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you, getting to love. 
fighting to hope you like me. Getting to know you, putting it my way, but nicely. You are precisely my cup of tea. And that's one of my favorite songs. So my next one should not come as a surprise to anyone. It's the classic The Wizard of Oz from 1939, starring Judy Garland as Dorothy, Margaret as the Wicked Witch, Ray Boger as the Scarecrow, Frank Morgan as the Wizard. It's about a tornado that rips through Kansas, taking Dorothy and her little dog Toto with it. Off to the magical land of Oz, where she meets a Wicked Witch, a cowardly lion, a rusty tin man with no heart, Glinda, a good witch, a brainless scarecrow, and a host of other crazy and impossible people. Told to follow the yellow brick road to meet the wizard if she wants to return home. Now, everyone who has watched this knows and loves The Wizard of Oz. It's one of the first films in color done by Alfred Hitchcock, and the singing is wonderful. The songs are memorable. And we have a little clip for you. Wonderful Wizard of Oz, we hear he is the Wizard of Wiz, if ever a Wiz there was, if ever a ever a Wiz there was, the Wizard of Oz was one because, 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 because of the wonderful things he does. We're off to see the Wizard, the wonderful Wizard of Oz. For all of you that love the Wizard of Oz, I have a part two to that called The Wiz from 1978, which stars Diana Ross as Dorothy, Michael Jackson as the Scarecrow, Nipsey Russell as the Tin Man, Mabel King as the Wicked Witch, Lena Horne as Glinda, and Richard Pryor as the Wizard. A Harlem school teacher tries to save her dog from a storm. She is carried away to an urban fantasy land called Oz, accidentally killing the Wicked Witch of the East upon her arrival. She is trying to find the Wiz who can help her get back to Manhattan. Her search proved to be a little more than she bargained for, running into a number of characters who becomes friends in the end. And like I said, it is a mock-up of the original Wizard of Oz, but I'm not going to lie to you. It was a star-studded cast, and I really enjoyed it. Now I will play a little clip of one of my favorite songs from The Wiz. Some fun, fresh, funky songs for you. Go watch it. One of my most watched musicals That's what she said. is Dream Girls from 2008, starring Beyonce as Dina Jones, Jennifer Hudson as Effie White, Eddie Murphy as James Early, Jamie Foxx as Curtis Taylor, and Nika Rose as Laurel Robinson, Sharon Lee as Michelle Morris. And it begins with Effie, Dina, and Laurel forming a music trio called the Dreamettes. Um, while performing at a talent show, an ambitious manager spots them and wants to sign them, offering them a chance of a lifetime to be backup singers to national star 
James Early. He slowly but surely pushes the girls into the spotlight and creates a drift in the group, especially when he fawns over Ben Medina while being in a relationship with Effie. <laughs> Effie is forced out of the group when she begins to become volatile and begins to miss rehearsals, dealing with her own personal drama. Dina's light is so bright that she could not be ignored. She had to shine as a star and took lead role in center of the group. Dreams, which they are now called, begin to rise and finally see the cost of fortune and fame. Some of the best musicals I have ever heard in my life. Some of the best vocals. Some of the best sound. It was really well put together. And I may have watched this musical over 5,000 times. But before I go to the next one, I definitely have to play a clip for you. That's just one of my favorite songs, but I love this movie so much that I'm going to play another one for you. I said, oh my, I said, oh my, that's a dream, that's my dream. I needed a dream when it all seemed to go back. Then I found you, and I have had the most beautiful dreams, any man. That's my dream, I needed a dream to make me strong, you were the only reason I had we love that song so much that me and my husband made that our wedding song our next musical is Grease from 1978 starring John Travolta as Danny Zuko Olivia Newton-John as Sandy Olsen Starcard Channing as Betty Rizzo Didi Khan as Frenchie a musical romantic comedy based on the 1971 musical of the same name. It's about the life of greasers, Danny Zuko, a T-Bird gang member, and an Australian transfer student, Sandy Olsen, who develops a romantic interest in each other. Leader of the Pink Ladies, Betty Rizzo, tries to get underneath Sandy's skin, but too begins to love and appreciate their friendship, inviting her to join the gang. See, you can't date a T-Bird if you're not a Pink Lady. Now, this took them on a roller coaster of ups and downs mixed with a brilliant makeup of many songs. I'm going to be playing some of my favorite songs from this movie. 
But ultimately, I have to say that this by far is probably one of my favorite musicals. Yes! That's by far my favorite song from the musical, but like I said, so many in here, I'm going to have to play another one for you. This one is called Summer Nights. Summer loving had me a blast. Summer loving happened so fast. I met a girl crazy for me. That was an excellent selection right there, guys. Now, if you love Grease, you'll be happy to know that there is a Grease 2. O-M-G. Yes, I said there's a Grease 2. Now, there is none of the original cast in there. John Travolta's not in there. Olivia Newton-John's not in there. But Frenchie is in there. She's the only one from the first one that's in there. But this one has Michelle Pfeiffer in there. First of all, I did not know she could sing. I'm a big Michelle Pfeiffer fan. And secondly, it was actually just as good as the first one. Viewer discretion is advised. Now, our next musical is Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Yes, there's a Sister Act 1, and I do believe there might be a Sister Act 3, too. Sister Act 1, I really did love, but Sister Act Two is where it's at. And like I said, it's the one from 1993 starring Lauren Hill as Rita Watson, Ryan Toby as Wesley Glenn, Whippy Gober as Dolores, um, Jennifer Love Hewitt as Margaret, and Maggie Smith as Murder Superior. In this sequel, Dolores Van Cartier is visited by her nun friends, including the sisters we all love from the first sister act. They asked her to put on a disguise, her disguise, as Sister Mary Clarence to help teach troubled teens at a troubled school in hopes of keeping the facility open and out of the hands of the priest and Mr. Chris. She gets them to see that they have real talent and preps them for a national talent show. Lessons will be learned, talent will be born, and this is an excellent, excellent Musical, like I said, I really enjoyed the first one, but nothing is better than this second one. They have so much talent in here, and being a teenager, being a teenager in 1993 myself, this is one of the movies I looked up to a lot. So please go check it out. Tell me what you think. 
I'm going to play the single defined clip in this movie that made me watch this movie a million times. there that whole clip see i had to play the whole little clip right there it just shows you that never give up on something that you want keep pushing through and it's always somebody that got your back even when you don't realize it so go check out sister act that scene again is from tanya blunt and lauren hill singing his eyes on the sparrow please 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 go check it out and have your kids check it out so we have finally come to the last musical and it's by far my top top musical it's called what's love got to do with it from 1993 starring angela bassett as tina turner lawrence fishburne as ike turner jennifer lewis as zelma bullock vanessa bell calway as jackie phyllis von stickney as Ali Bullock, and it's based on the legendary singer Tina Turner, born Anna Mae Bullock. She discovers her love for singing in the Tennessee Church Choir. After her grandmother dies, she moves to St. Louis with her sister and her mother. She meets Ike at a club her sister works at. He is already an established musician looking for a female lead. She impresses everyone with her sultry voice and Ike and Tina are born. She experiences so much success, abuse, and life all at once. Fed up with years of it, she finally has had enough and begins her own path. And I have to start you off with my favorite song by her. You must understand. 
just one of my favorite favorite ones i'm going to play another one for you here this next one is called proud mary want to hear more of that then you're gonna to have to go watch the movie yourself or you're gonna to have to go google it youtube it but it's amazing 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 like i said i know every song from this musical this is one of the musicals that i probably watched more than the rest of the musical even though i've watched them all thousands and thousands of times i can't get enough of tina turner i can't get enough of this soundtrack by far one of the best soundtracks out there now, this is the last one I get to play you from Tina Turner. Like I said, this is one of my favorite movies, What's Love Got to Do With It. And this one is called A Fool in Love. Somebody please tell me what's wrong. That's just a little snippet of that one. I can't play too much of it. Like I said, go check out the movie. What's love got to do with it? Can I have your autograph? Now, before I get out of here, I got to get to my must-watch musicals. Now, these musicals I have heard of, but I just haven't had a chance to watch them yet. Whatever. Come on, y'all going to do me like that? Now, I... Didn't get a chance to watch these ones, but they are my top ones. Number one, I have to say The West Side Story from 1961. Everyone says is a modern day Romeo and Juliet. Yes! And I love Romeo and Juliet, so I definitely can't wait to check this out. Mamma Mia! The one, I want to see the first one from 2008, and the second one from 2018. And just a mock-up of who's in here, Pierce Brosnan, which is one of my favorite. 007s. Damn. I have Meryl Street. We have Cher. Yes, Cher. And Lily James. And it's supposed to be a really, really, really good musical, so I can't wait to get my hands on it. And last but not least, we have, yes, I'm about to say, Cats. WTF. The 2019 version. And it's starring Taylor Swift, James Corden, 
Jason Derulo and Rebel Wilson. And for the cast alone, I'm definitely going to be watching it. Do it. Now, before I go, like I said, that was my must-watch. Now I have some that I am not too fond about. Baby. Now we have Mary Poppins, um, the nineteen sixty four and the two thousand eighteen version. Both is trash. Eh? Yes, I said trash. I mean, is it decent enough script? But I don't want to watch some strange foreign lady walking around with the umbrella singing in the rain. Eh? Yes, I said it. So boo. To Mary Poppins, guys. Boo to Mary Poppins. Next, we have Sparkle. Yes, I put Sparkle on the list. No. Sparkle is from 2012, and basically, in my eyes, it's just a watered-down version of Dreamgirls. Come on. Yes, I said it's a watered-down version of Dreamgirls. I mean, I did like a couple of the castmates in here. Starting Jordan Sparks, and I believe Regina King was in here, but I just didn't like it. So I have to get into my honorable mentions, which is my number one honorable mention, which could have been in my top one, because I watched this one just like four days ago with my husband. (laughs) Ha ha ha. And it is Purple Rain. Yes, Purple Rain from 1984. Is about the kid, played by Prince himself, who tries to make it in the music industry against all odds, including his parents' toxic relationship and his rival Morris. Not to mention, he got his eye on the new chicken town. She got her eye on him. She got her eye on Morris. And she got her eye on the prize. Nope. And it's an excellent, 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 excellent movie. And if you don't know about Purple Rain, come on. Get to learn about it because it's definitely worth hearing. The soundtrack is phenomenal, and I can sing every song on that soundtrack without even having to go to it. But like I said, it's in the honorable mention, so I'm not going to play a clip for you. Next, I have A Stars Born, starring Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. I could not stop singing that song she had up there. I mean, I sung it so much that even I started to get tired of it. But that won't stop me from watching the movie again. I love, 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 love. And when I say love... To death. Then I have Aladdin. Oh my god, yes, I said Aladdin. Now they have a version from the nineteen nineties, which is a um it's a animated series, but the one I'm talking about is the more recent one with Will Smith. Now the critics said a lot of negative things about him and about the remake of this movie, but I watched it at least I wanna say nine times so far. And I thought it was just amazing. I thought Will Smith did an excellent job. I thought they did good with the casting. Now, if I had to say anything bad, and that's why I was on the honorable mentions, and I don't want to hear nothing from anybody, but the young lady that they had playing Princess Jasmine did not look like a Princess Jasmine. No, that was not a joke. She did not look like Princess Jasmine. She needed to be a little more 
you know what I'm saying. And the guy, he did look like Aladdin. He honestly, he looked just like Aladdin. And like I said, the movie was excellent. I loved it. I watched it several times. But I don't care. Don't start with me. The only problem I had was that I just didn't think she looked enough like the animated version of Princess Jasmine. So. Then I have The Bodyguard starring Whitney Houston and Kevin Costner. I love this movie. A lot of people said they did not like this movie. But I thought the soundtrack to this movie was amazing. And I thought that, um... The acting wasn't as bad as they tried to make it seem. <laughs> and if you're looking for something that you can jam to, calm down to, um, and just like kind of mellow out to, I say watch The Bodyguard, sing every song in that mug to lo the loudest you possibly can, and go ahead with that. And now to my last honorable mention, I have to say is um, La Bamba. La Bamba from 1987 is about a teenager, Richie Valens, who becomes an overnight sensation in the late 50s. A Latin boy in a white man's world with his ballad, Donna, dedicated to his girlfriend, puts him on the charts. As he rises, he sees his brother is super jealous, um, and his story begins, and everybody wants a piece of Richie. And like I said, he only wants to be with Donna. He wants to make everybody proud. And it's a really good story. And honestly, one of the saddest stories I have ever watched. Yes! So, um, if you're in for a little bit of something, go check out La Bamba. It's amazing. And this have been my must-watch, my not-fond-ofs, and my honorable mentions. Now for all you cool cats and kittens. Yes, that's a line from the Tiger King. No. Uh, we have Kia 007 with some of her personal favorite musicals. Hey, guys. So I'm back. So the first musical I will be talking about is Pitch Perfect. Number one only, because that's my favorite one. But this is an American musical comedy film about a college student named Becca who is not looking for a click. But that's where she ends up. And what they all have in common is that everyone can sing. And then she takes the women in that group and pushes them outside their comfort zone while fighting to be the best musical group in college. So that's just my first one. So next I will be talking about Aladdin, the 2019 version. Yes! This was a great movie. I really liked it. I went to the movies to see this, so it was really good. Um, it is about a lovable street urchin who meets Princess Jasmine, the daughter of the Sultan. While visiting Jasmine's palace, Aladdin stumbles upon a magical oil lamp that unleashes a powerful, larger-than-life genie, who is Will Smith. As they become friends, they must embark on a dangerous mission to stop the evil sorcerer Jafar. So, next, I have Annie, 2014 version. You know, got to support the black people. Yes! Annie has led a hard-knock life with her foster mom. But her life changes when a billionaire who is running for mayor takes on a recommendation of his advisor. Damn! 
He believes that he is helping her, but is Annie really saving him? No. <laughs> well, next, I will be talking about Beauty and the Beast. Dude. An arrogant prince is cursed to live as a beast until he finds true love. I love it. His chances become when he captures a clockmaker whose place is taken by his bold, beautiful daughter, Belle. With this help, Belle sees the sensitive soul behind his scary face. So, next is probably one of my favorite ones of all time, High School Musical. Fun fact, the person who met, who directed this also directed all the Descendants movies, no. so, no. Troy Bolton, the star athlete of a small town, he falls for a nerdy girl, Gabriella, at the holiday karaoke parade. When they return to school, they audition for the upcoming musical, but... They have troubles along the way. <laughs> you know, one of my faves. Okay, next what I have is Trolls. Come on. After the Bergens invade Trollsville, Poppy, the happiest troll ever born, and Branch, overly cautious, sad troll, set off on a journey to rescue her friends. <laughs> so, those are my favorite musicals. Let's get to my favorite part, upcoming musicals. Now, I have two musicals that's coming out that I plan on dipping my hand in. One is called Bill and Ted Face the Music. Yes, Bill and Ted. Based off of all the Bill and Ted journeys from back in the day, they're going to have the original casting in there, which include Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter, they're going to have Samara Weaving, Julian Bell, Holland Taylor added to the cast. It's going to be about a visitor from the future who tells the best friends, Bill and Ted, that one of their sons can save lives and bring peace to the world. It's going to be released sometime after August. The next one I have is called In the Heights. And it's about... Uh, Exploring three days in a New York City, Dominican-American neighborhood of Washington Heights. Starring Anthony Ramos, Stephanie Patrice, Corey Hawkins, Jimmy Smith, and Mark Anthony. Yes. Um, I'm going to take a chance on this one. I always love, a, I don't want to say it's a foreign musical, but if there's going to be a lot of Spanish music in there, it's foreign to me. I don't have any problem with that, and I can't wait to get into it and see the experiences of other people. So definitely go check those out. Like I said, Bill and Ted Face the Music and In the Heights, both coming out later this year. We have finally made it to your favorite part. Give me my money. Fan comments. I put a question out on Twitter and Facebook. Why do you love musicals? And I can't read off every response that I got, but I do want to bring a couple to you. Starting with Grant off Facebook from Toledo says, I've always loved musicals and actually performed in several. My love for them comes from seeing my mom and how 
she mixed her music world and her home life together. She was a great performer, and I love her. She made us all fans. Next, we have Michelle off Twitter from Mount Sterling, Kentucky. She says, musicals have always made me feel like I belong. Being an only child can be lonely, but being a part of a family like the Clay Community Center really helped me become the person I am. Next, we have Samantha off Twitter from Bowling Green. She says, I can't sing, I can't dance, and musicals have made me feel like I can do both. Now my children are grown, and I have installed the love and joy of musicals, and one of them is now a professional performer. I'm so proud of her. Music has always brought my family together. And that's why we love you fans. I'm going to continue on putting questions out for different podcasts. Feel free to keep on answering. You can answer through a message or you can answer through a voice message by going to our podcast, clicking the message, bus- the message button, and actually leave it a voice message. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, who made it to the end of this segment. I really appreciate the support. Once again, these have been some of my favorite musicals, and I have so much more that I couldn't get into this segment. If you have any, feel free to drop a comment and let me know what are some of your musicals, ones that I haven't said. And this has been the last break. WTF!